0: The idea of drinking in the graveyard had never appealed to me. Ghost hunting, my friends called it, but I was skeptical. My mother had always warned me about the dangers of meddling with the paranormal. When I was first asked, I hesitated, my reluctance growing with each passing moment. My friends, however, were relentless in their persuasion, insisting that I join them for this once-in-a-lifetime experience. After what felt like hours of coaxing... I gave in and decided to tag along. As I arrived at the graveyard, I met my friends in the parking lot, where the rest of the group was slowly trickling in. The air was damp and heavy, a thick fog weaving its way between the ancient tombstones. The atmosphere weighed on me, amplifying my unease. So are you ready for some ghost hunting? My friend asked, a mischievous glint in his eye. I swallowed the lump in my throat and forced a smile, trying my best to hide my apprehension. Yeah, sure, I replied. Let's do this. We stood there waiting for the others to join us, and I couldn't shake the feeling that we were on the verge of making a terrible mistake. The rest of the group arrived, their loudness and belligerency apparent even before the open-windowed truck rounded the corner into view. They were already drinking, and their laughter echoed off the cemetery's stone walls. It seemed as though they had no respect for the sacred ground we were about to trespass on. We began to make our way into the graveyard, with the group attempting to shush one another in between their tasteless jokes and boasting about who was the most fearless. They took swigs of beer, further fueling their raucous behavior. While they joked and jeered, I remained on high alert. My eyes scanned the graveyard, taking in the eerie shadows cast by the moonlight on the tombstones. I had a nagging feeling that we were not alone and that we should have heeded my mother's advice about not meddling with the paranormal. We eventually made our way to a large mausoleum near the edge of the cemetery, its walls covered in ivy. The group settled down on the steps, laughing as one of the boys hid behind the mausoleum, feigning a scare. I looked up at the tomb and read the name etched in the stone. I suggested that we move along and not sit on this person's resting place. However, my friends brushed off my concerns. ''Relax,'' one of them said, offering me a beer. ''What's he gonna do? We're looking for ghosts. If he shows up, we'll snap a picture of him and get rich.'' I rolled my eyes, unable to shake the feeling that we were tempting fate. As my friends continued their revelry, drinking and smoking, they started a game of truth or dare. Though I reluctantly participated, my attention remained fixed on our surroundings. I felt like something was moving at the edge of my vision, always slipping away whenever I tried to focus on it. Trying to outsmart any potential onlookers, I laughed along with the group, giving off the impression that I hadn't noticed anything. Meanwhile, I let my eyes drift slowly to the side without moving my head, allowing them to adjust to the darkness. To my horror, I realized that we were indeed being watched, by not just one entity but hundreds of them, creatures of impossible shapes and sizes, as dark and formless as the night itself surrounded us. I couldn't help but scream. The group was startled, cursing and yelling at me, demanding to know what was wrong, and all I could do was point. The creatures, now undeniably seen, began to reveal themselves. Some recoiled at my scream, hiding behind gravestones, while others didn't move at all, as if they had understood the situation more. Slowly they emerged from behind the trees, stones, and the darkness, and one by one, my friends became aware of the terrifying presence. Panic ensued as each person either screamed, froze in fear, or scrambled to their feet, knocking over beer cans and stepping on phones in a desperate attempt to escape the encircling army of nightmarish beings. Someone shone a light on one of the creatures, revealing a grotesque, flashy form. One of the creatures approached me while I stood frozen in terror, as my friends had already scattered in every direction. The monster was grotesque and sickly, its skin mottled and decayed, hanging loosely off a twisted frame of bone and sinew. It had multiple arms and legs, each joint bending unnaturally, and its face was a nightmarish collage of misplaced features. Yet, as I stared into its eyes, deep dark pools that seemed to hold the weight of eons, I saw intelligence. The creature formed something akin to a crooked smile, and inexplicably, I sensed warmth radiating from it. Taking a deep breath, I tried to calm my racing thoughts. It appeared as if the creature wanted to communicate with me. It gestured toward the crowd of onlooking entities still lurking in the shadows and then began walking. Feeling as though I had no choice, I followed the creature. As we moved through the graveyard, the remaining mass of forms trailed behind us, an eerie procession illuminated by the moonlight's ethereal glow. We crossed the fields of the graveyard, the creature's mismatched limbs and contorted bodies moving in an otherworldly dance. I wondered what they wanted from me and where they were leading me. Despite the horrifying scene unfolding around me, I felt an odd sense of trust in the creature guiding me as if it had a purpose beyond my understanding. The creature led me to a clearing at the far end of the graveyard, where another mausoleum stood, its stone enclosure open and a faint blue glow emanating from within. The creature gestured for me to enter, and with trepidation I did. Inside, I found a corpse propped upright clutching a small stone with a runic symbol carved into it. The rune pulsed with a powerful light, casting the blue glow I had seen as I approached the mausoleum. The creature gestured to the stone, silently urging me to take it. Though I couldn't speak, it was clear that it wanted me to hold the stone in my hands. Hesitantly, I reached out and pried the cold stone from the corpse's hand, its rigid fingers cracking in the process. I turned back to the monster which wore what seemed like its attempt at a comforting smile. In an instant, the creature disintegrated into particles of ghostly dust, the same color as the glow from the stone which was now fading rapidly. I looked out of the mausoleum's doorway to see the army of following creatures meeting a similar fate, each of them fading and blowing away in puffs of blue dust. As the last of the creatures vanished, I was left standing in the mausoleum, clutching the now dim stone, wondering what had just transpired and what I was meant to do with this mysterious artifact. I left the graveyard, making my way back to the now empty parking lot. My friends had fled the area, abandoning me in the chaos. I checked my phone, which was filled with frantic text messages from the group, asking if I was alive and urging me to respond. Instead of replying, I turned it off and walked home, still holding the rock firmly in my hand. Upon arriving, I handed the mysterious stone to my mother and told her that it needed to be locked away, never to be returned to the graveyard. Without asking any questions, my mother nodded solemnly, taking the stone from me with great care. She locked it inside a small wooden box she had kept on the mantle, then carried the box upstairs into the attic. As I watched her disappear into the darkness, I felt an odd sense of relief mixed with lingering questions. What had happened that night, and what was the true purpose of the stone? The answer to these questions may remain forever hidden, locked away just like the enigmatic artifact now resting in the attic.